podcast bros uh, yeah baby here. let's do this mario the dom to boner with myself and <laughs> crisis overcomer yeah that's called me crisis yeah oh wow that that's alpha as fuck crisis crisis yeah crisis oh so i mean this is a new segment in the in the podcast so what exactly are we gonna talk about my brother We're going to talk about how to do your taxes and pay as little money as possible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so today in addition of <laughs> file your taxes and pay them on time, how to compile the income bracket. No, jokes aside. What, what, what we said, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, since you guys had like a bad uh, seminar at Krakow, from what I understand, I thought it would be like a great idea to get your insights on both where guys struggle in your experience when it comes like dating self-improvement etc and maybe if we have time okay what you actually discovered about yourself as a coach because i thought i think it was also like a nice experience for you being oh. the teacher and showing people stuff good question good question i mean they yeah, didn't call you crisis uh for anything less isn't it uh I call myself crisis, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, a, li- a little bit of context for people that don't know. Maybe they just discovered this podcast. Um, what I do, I'm Mario Tubone. I'm a BDSM coach. I teach guys how to become more dominant in and outside of the bedroom. Or, I don't know, public toilets, if that's your thing. So if this weekend... If you're uh, broke. If you're broke. <laughs> if you're broke, <laughs> Uh, this weekend we had a boot camp here in Krapo, Krakow, Poland, with some guys that they wanted to become more dominant. And it's always fun because when you say becoming more dominant, people always have, uh, it's two camps. Someone has a negative connotation about it. And they say, oh, you teach guys to become toxic and this, which is absolutely not the case because it's about standing up for yourself. And when it's about playing, it's about consent. So actually, I think it's the opposite of toxicity. And the other camp is just like, okay, so you teach dominance, but do you teach dominance exactly? So dominance is a mental trait, which includes other mental traits itself. And I'm not going into the explanation today. Although, how do I coach it? It's simply like becoming more comfortable in your skin and there were some of the lessons that the guys that participated learned becoming more comfortable with themselves because most of guys and this is lesson number one most of guys that want to become more dominant is because they are chronic nice guys okay and with nice guys i don't mean like uh decent uh, law-abiding uh Uh, respectful society members okay i mean guys that they put a nice face and a fake smile on uh, in a covert contract hoping to get something else out of it which is Mm -hmm. i don't know uh social acceptance um, female attention sexual attention whatever it is you know because um nice guy covert contract may come in many forms and shapes So that I did uh, by simply pushing guys, trying to approach a model that we invited for the bootcamp. 
and the guys that were supposed to flirt with her and maintain uh, this uh, uh, sexual tension while talking to her, because here, here, if you're not comfortable with sexual tension, it's very hard that you'll become more dominant. So yeah. they were literally like bringing this super fake smile, like, hi. <laughs> so, you know, it was quite a lesson itself uh, because uh, when you push guys into uncomfortable situations, for example, having them approaching strangers in the street during the day, it, you miss sometimes the, the vibe aspect of the interaction because you focus more on the technicals, like how you put your body, your feet, your shoulders, yeah. how are your yeah, hands, definitely. how is your head. And I'm not going to the specifics specifics of dating you know oh your body should be at 90 degrees and your hands standing out at 75 no i'm not going to yeah. that i'm i'm having a a eagle eye view picture here um yeah i mean that was lesson number one <laughs> chronic nice yeah. guys yeah and in your like experience like what's the best way for guys to actually fix this mm, so a lot of uh, introspection, like, why am I afraid of saying what I want? Because, I mean, dominance it includes also being assertive, okay, and asserting boundaries. So if you're afraid of doing that, the question would be why? Fear of rejection or there's something in your childhood that every time you try to stand up, something happened. So... I would say that's the first start. Look into the reasons why you don't assert yourself. Okay. Uh, dominance requires leadership. So yeah, I would say definitely. why you don't try to bring leadership or why don't you try to have some leadership in your life? Okay. Um, people tend to make the mistake of uh, confusing power with dominance, which is not mm -hmm. true. Because a dominant man can be powerful, but a powerful man might not be dominant, you know, because dominant is all about wanting to to, um, to take control, okay? Just mm -hmm. asserting the, the want to control. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, these are usually the three points. It's like why you, you think in this way and start to address the, the points. Start to be more deliberate in your mm -hmm. nice guy guy guyness i don't know in your nice guy syndrome uh, in your gayness in your nice guy gayness yeah <laughs> <laughs> in start to address this thing like you know deliberately by taking action okay yeah and the third thing that i saw is just like people have um the self-concept that they have is based on the wrong beliefs so Mm -hmm. For people who don't understand, your self-concept is uh, uh, an approximation of how do you think about yourself, okay? Your yeah. self-esteem depends on your self-concept, basically. Uh, I mean, this is a psychology 101. I'm not a psychologist, not a therapist, uh, anything, you know? You, you can read this yeah. stuff on the internet. But, yeah, I mean, they think, oh, since I have to be a good man, okay, being a decent guy means being a weak guy in the translation yeah. especially i've seen it with mm -hmm. younger guys you know into the we talk about the millennials right now 
it's just like they have this idea that they have to be weak because otherwise it's toxic masculinity. Meanwhile, the first yeah. foundation of dominance is that it relies on strength, both physical mm -hmm. and mental, because they are interconnected. I mean, you know, crisis. You have quite experience in the in the fitness industry, so you know when you're under the iron judge, aka the barbell, you know how the pain that it makes you suffer physically also strengthens yeah. you mentally, right? Yeah, definitely. So. Especially. There's the first uh, column of dominance because it, if you're not strong in the interior, in your mind, and people call it, I don't know, strong identity, strong personality, being strong-minded, whatever, you know? Yeah. If you cannot stand the external pressure with your okay. internal strength, like a submarine, basically, I mean, you're going to crumble. It's normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm actually that you make like a great point because personally, I think that a lot of people kind of miss intention. Okay, they go out there, let's say they're gonna like approach or go on a date, mm. but they don't take like a minute before the date or whatever to actually ask themselves, okay, what's what's my goal here? Okay, what's my intention? And mm. I actually this happened to me today because I went on a date. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to lose my virginity here. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I went on a date like uh, like three hours ago, four hours ago. And it's been a while since I went on a date because I focused too much on business. And I remember walking up to the girl, or to the place where we were going to meet. And I realized that, hey, you know what I mean? I was just walking there i didn't have in my mind okay dude okay you're gonna meet here you're gonna see here you're gonna kiss here you're gonna grab your arm all those things that i did in the past that really helped me with girls i totally forgot about this so yeah i was definitely rusty but mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's also important if you go on a date if you're gonna like approach or whatever actually also have like a game plan that's gonna help you so I think that's a lot. That's something that other guys miss as well. Yeah, you know, funny because back in a while ago, some episodes ago, I answered a question of a guy that asked how to develop a um, closer mindset, like I have member mentality, however you want to call it. You know that you're there and you're gonna make the deal happen. You're there, you're gonna seal the deal, and. Everything starts with, yeah. uh, it's funny because I start my, my coaching sessions. The first one is, what do you want? You know, because yeah. when you know what do you want, uh, drawing the trajectory is much easier. So Definitely. when you're going to a date, uh, thinking like, what do you want? Wh why you're actually going there? You know, it's like, well, I want to have great rapport. Uh, if I would have to choose between great rapport and great sex, what I would choose between the two? You know, exactly. if I would choose yeah. between uh, having, uh, I don't know, the time of my life laughing super hard uh, or having sex, what I would choose between the two? Because, I mean, all these things, they're not they're not excluding each other, you know, yeah, but yeah. there is a whole different mindset in approaching a thing with thinking I'm going to seduce this woman and bring her to my place and have sex with her instead of just like, let's wing it and see what happens. You know, mm -hmm. that's how you, yeah. uh, like you said, having these things in mind before you do yeah. things, you know how athletes, they have visualization before mm -hmm. they perform a, 
a competition is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. if you want to develop a closer mindset, uh, like this killer instinct, uh, as people call it, uh, uh, killer in terms of you seal the deal, eh, guys, not uh, violent stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I know crazy I have to say this, but hey, welcome to the internet. Yeah. 23, you know. Please don't kill people, guys. Please. Exactly. Don't do it. It's bad. Oh. And it's against assassino the... mindset. The assassino mindset. Yes. Uh, not the Assassin's Creed, you bunch of insults. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So yeah. th- there's the thing. You mm. you start with the end in your head and you reverse engineer the the process. Because I mean Probably one day, you know, we can talk about my my date strategy. You know how I handle yeah, my dates because they are pretty short, fun, and straight to the point. Wait. But it's just like how you're gonna handle things is just gonna make the difference com- completely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. I mean, funny that you talk about you being a virgin because you should have been in, in the boot camp because a guy was virgin when he arrived uh, and he left and <laughs> yeah, not being virgin, you know? <laughs> That's great, yeah. Uh, miracles that happens. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember like reading this in a Telegram group that I'm with like our, our mutual friends. Uh, and I was like, dude, that's like a fucking great testimonial. Like, okay, I went virgin to a boot camp and I, I was like no longer a virgin. Uh, yeah. And to be yeah. clear, guys, I mean, uh, they didn't like ravage him. Okay, they didn't rape him. He had sex with a girl. I'm guessing, right? Yes, of course. You know, that... <laughs> no, it's I like mean, the... uh, of course, we were supporting. Like, uh, you know, you start to talk with the guys, and you understand more or less which kind of station they are in their life. Uh, yeah. And when someone is at station one, of course, he has the sympathy of all the crew. You know, because. Yeah. When you're going through, especially the punishment that they put some guys through, when you go through these kind of things, it's just like the camaraderie, you know, that it creates is just yeah. different. Oh, definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, the entire industry is like, very. okay, I'm not going to say the entire industry, but I guess like most guys in men's self-improvement, yeah, I mean, even if we are in different parts of the world, yeah, I mean, most of us are like very yeah supporting of each other so yeah it's a very beautiful thing to see yeah absolutely um i mean i think this is a great segue for uh the second thing that i learned yeah because mm-hmm. you know this guy obviously was super anxious and you could mm-hmm. you could see like his face change after this event like nice it, it was like someone lifted that 300 ton crane uh, from his back mm-hmm. but you could see the anxiety of guys, especially when you throw them in the streets, uh, approaching strangers, especially if they're beautiful girls, uh, they're riddled with anxiety, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that anxiety is always like you projecting something negative in the future. Now, um, also to be clear, there is not, I do, I'm famous for saying there is not such a thing as approach anxiety, okay? Mm-hmm. What there is is fear of rejection because yeah. when you are going to approach, especially a woman, you are not having anxious. Uh, you're not you're not anxious. You're just your fear of rejection because you are imagining, okay, the, the anxiety component is because you're going in the future, okay? You yeah. think she will react negatively and statistically, statistically speaking, uh, 
there's a high chance that what are you going to do will not lead to anything okay yeah because even mm -hmm. if you are elite maybe you're i don't know four or 0.5 closing rate mm -hmm. so i mean anyway so the point that i'm making is you see when you have this kind of situation like people oh she's walking too fast oh she's picking on the phone oh she looks like she's pissed you see yeah. this quick uh, internal self-talk uh, generated by the fear of rejection makes you chicken out or be uh physically anxious okay that you're too worried about what to say you're too much in your head you're not in the moment okay yeah you're mm -hmm. just like oh my god um, no. have a nice day you know so <laughs> that that's the second thing is that people need to accept uh, and being fine with being rejected a lot and need to be present in the moment because yeah when these two things fly together your life gets much better together and they spill in other areas of your life yeah definitely um it's you know i mean i have done like a lot of approaches and i do them like in a very busy environment like here in greece we have like a street that's like very 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 busy there are like a lot of people selling stuff promoting stuff girls are always like on the go so it's kind of impossible to stop them most of the times so you have like a lot of girls but most of the approaches like don't go anywhere and if there's like one thing that i have like figured out is that you might have like an, an assumption about the girl you're going to approach oh she looks pissed or oh she looks nice and when you actually end up approaching her yeah i mean your beliefs have your assumptions are completely wrong so yeah, a girl absolutely. who looked pissed yeah i mean she will, she could be like the sweetest girl in the world okay and she's gonna be also hot and then you yes. can approach a girl who's like eh, okay i mean yeah i'm doing her a favor by approaching her and she's gonna be like the biggest bits and of course there are like there's also like balance in those two things so yeah i mean unless you actually approach a girl you cannot know what her reaction is gonna be you cannot read the future but you see, this reminds me an interesting story from my days in sales, when mm -hmm. basically I was just like, uh, well, I cannot call this company because for sure they don't need my product, uh, you know, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look at them. They, public they publicized two years ago that they started a contract with a competitor, you know, and then I always remember this day just out of the blue that um, I bumped into one of the managers into this company at the bar. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, well, you know, I work in this company and we, we do this. And I was actually trying to call you, but, you know, I saw you work with these guys. And they're, oh, yeah, these motherfuckers, you know, can't, <laughs> yeah. can't wait to get them out of my balls. And I was like, wait, hold on Great. a second. Hold on <laughs> a second. You don't want to do business with them anymore, so there's a chance. So nice. I mean, we got the contract because uh, my in-person skills were definitely better than in-phone skills. But yeah. that taught me a lesson that I was like, oh, so I was making this objection right in my head. And why I was yeah. doing that? Well, because if I call, they say they're going to think about it and I'm going to waste time and energy and they might say no, and I will be pissed. So you see, yeah. it was getting rejected the problem. It wasn't a problem yeah. picking up the phone and say, hey, we do this. We do it better and cheaper. Interested? 
Yeah. Your mind was your worst enemy. Yes. This moment. Yes. Exactly. Correct. That was. Nice. Man. And it's the same thing with guys in the streets. It's like, oh, I in, insert the excuse here. I cannot approach yeah. because, because daddy, daddy, yeah. daddy, you know? Uh, you should actually, It's. it would be fun if we could somehow uh, plug, plug some kind of cable in my mind when I'm out approaching after like a long time because I'm not going to approach for the stupidest of reasons. Like, oh, there are like two people uh, three meters ahead and the one of one of those actually looked at me like a little bit funny so that if i approach this girl they ca- might come over and punch me or something like that like the most retarded shit yeah look um funny thing there were also a couple of guys that they were never able to do approaches and you know the funny thing and also the reason why i say fear of rejection because when you flip it on the head okay so when you tell the guys the goal is to get rejected they no longer have the issues that they usually have so the goal is just go there and make a fool of yourself in front of the girl by i don't know making a stupid dance you know or make it go there and start to uh, i don't know play the muffin man with your mouth and just dance like a fool Okay, so when the goal is to get rejected, all of a sudden, all this uh, anxiety, all this, oh, my God, what is going to think about disappears. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, that's the number one thing I will suggest. The number two is that when this happens is because I always tell you, remember, I told you, you need to hold a positive mantra in the back of Mm -hmm. your mind. Yeah, I remember this mantra. It's an empowering phrase. Okay. Something that when you hear it to yourself in front of the mirror, you feel actually that sense of pride, you know, that they're like, yes, I got something good in my life. Okay, because that phrase, uh, keeping that uh, is going to diffuse the negative self-talk the moment it arises. Mm -hmm. Because think about it, if you're going to tell yourself 10 times, I am the biggest, uh, I am the biggest Chad in town. Okay, yeah. 10 times. And then you're like, oh, but she looks busy. But I am the biggest chat in town. You know, it's nice. counter-affecting that. With yeah. also the fact that you should be focusing on your breathing and absorbing yeah. the world around you. So when mm-hmm. you're going to go there, it's much easier to know to say what you noticed about the other person. Uh, can you? Uh, so you're going to make like something... Hey, I just love your socks or something like that. Yeah, that I mean, mean, you you can always make a funny joke about it, but this is another lesson you learn in sales. Uh, what is the most interesting topic uh, for everyone? Ourselves. Exactly. So yeah. if I come to you and say, "Hey, crisis, you know, I seen you are, you know, the number one Chad in jeans. Uh, so how did you develop these big muscles?" Uh, you see, it's yeah. a compliment, uh, but it also engages mm-hmm. you in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. So that's okay. There, there is the saying that you shouldn't be making questions, daddy, daddy. Yes, I understand because making questions that are not relevant to strangers, uh, it subtract value. You know, it, it remembers me like the guys that uh, they are in the streets asking for a donation. 
and they are like uh, oh yeah would you can you can you talk for a minute and everybody says no of course because nobody course has yeah. a minute Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody has it, but nobody. Really Everyone has it. The, they're gonna waste the minute, however they want, but they're not gonna waste it on you. Exactly. So I will always remember there was this girl in Spain, and she was extremely good because mm -hmm. she was like approaching people. It's like, do you feel uh, what? What is the word in English? Uh, do you feel like uh, empathic, empath empathetic, something like that? So okay. I mean. Um, do you feel like empathetic today? And people were like, yeah, okay, because you know, there is this war in this country and a lot of children are homeless. Don't you think That's it's terrible? Nice. And of course, what do you think you're going to say? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, also, this is another concept stolen from, uh, from sales is the yes ladder, meaning you yeah, collect yeah. a series of small yeses to arrive to a big yes. So when you yeah. ask Let's go out for a drink. Give me your phone number. This yes is much easier instead of, hi, you're beautiful. Give me your phone number, you know? Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned this girl because I had a client who I think he was visiting New York and he's like a white dude from Israel. And mm -hmm. there was like a big black guy who saw him on the street. He pointed at him and he was like, yo, you, do you hate black people? That was like the question. And like my client, okay, he's aware of like marketing and persuasion. And he knew that the guy was going to like, he was trying to make him stop. And he would probably ask a donation or anything. But it was like, yo, do you hate like black people? I mean, most people are going to stop and say, what? No. But yeah, I mean, you will have their attention. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is uh, another tactic called shock and awe. Yeah. I, I don't exactly. know if you ever heard about it. Where basically, it's just like, your opening gambit is a shocking statement uh, and yeah. it forces people like um, to comply with your request. Because, yeah. I mean, unless you're a, a le less than an intelligent person, what are you going to say? Yes, I do. I mean, that's plain <laughs> stupid. Yeah, exactly. you know? Not, not yeah. only is racist, but it's stupid because uh, I'm yeah. saying... If you are, at least keep it for yourself and be decent outdoors. But it's just like, what are you going to say? It's like, oh, excuse me, do, do you hate people? Or or like this girl was like, don't you think it's terrible that children lose their houses in wars? Of course it's terrible, you know? Yeah. So it, it's just like, it, it's, this is a, it forces you to be compliant with that, basically. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, uh, funny how we, we went from talking about anxiety to shock and all tactics, you know? Yeah, I mean, everything that has to do with persuasion, like, eventually, like, yeah, is oh, connected. Yeah, dude, you just reminded me, a friend of mine, he, he's opener. We were in Greece in holiday. He's opener. Okay, he's a Chad, you know, but okay, much, much more Chad than you, if that's even humanly possible, but... Imp that sounds impossible. I have to like to fact check you after the I, podcast. I know, especially yeah. since yeah. we were we, we were in Greece. So imagine this. Imagine that's mad, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he was literally going to girls. He was kind of forcing the eye contact. Uh, and he was going yeah. there. He's like, I know you love me. Or he, he was <laughs> saying, I know you find me attractive. Uh, and they were like, nah. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's okay, you know? So... <laughs> Uh, nice. they, they, were, they were saying no, but you know, we, they were laughing, giggling. 
some of them were just like straight dead face and like no and i was like okay yeah have a good evening yeah thank you very yeah, much yeah, because man. you filtered yourself out immediately exactly that's that's like super important like okay, finding a way to filter like the girls you don't want out that's like huge yes i mean i think also this connects uh, to another point uh, like um mm-hmm. when people were asking me what i do in the streets um, that i'm kind of aggressive i mean aggressive always have a, a negative connotation He's that, not punching people. Let's start there, okay? He's not. Yeah, I, mean, I, I barely yeah. even touch people. If touching them at all, you know, I always oh, keep an okay. arm. That's interesting. Uh, okay. I mean, so, sometimes I do. It, it it really depends. It's uh, all about calibration. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. why you shouldn't be doing it, uh, because most. If of you're people, an experienced, yeah, it's gonna. But um, even if you're an intermediate, uh, because it's an advanced thing. So I think it's literally. It's not gonna add anything extra. It's not you're gonna get extra points. So I think you should do it for last. But what you should really master is the art of transmitting energy, special sexual energy via Mm -hmm. eye contact. And what I seen from the guys that their eye contact was like, okay, send me some positive sexual energy. And they were giving you the creepy stare, you know, because they weren't comfortable with being uncomfortable. So yeah. that was the outcome, you know? Oh, man. I would love to see, like, the stairs they sent you with the creepy energy. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would yeah, be funny. I mean, next time that you hang out with one of your bros, you know, yeah. try to try try to look. Try to say, okay, let's, you know, crank up a notch a little bit and Let's see if we spike up the the energy, what happens. And then you're just like, oh, my God, is this? That's how it feels. And imagine, you know, women, they perceive more than us. So if we think it's creepy, imagine for her how creepy it feels, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, I actually have gotten, like, the comments. It's fine. I'm, I think I'm going my mom told me that I am unique. So I kind of feel that I am unique with this. But I'm, like... <laughs> I am like very aggressive, not very aggressive, but I am aggressive on the streets. So, for example, again, I calibrate that, you, like you said. So I will try and close the distance between a girl and me. And if I feel that, okay, she's like backing away. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to gonna uh, go after her. But I always like try to grab her arm, maybe squeeze her bicep. Like a few years back before COVID, like God bless us. I would even like grab their arm and spin them. I would come like very close. Uh, but and... you see, that um, starts to become a little bit too flashy because you see there's something happening over there. But most of the times, what you should be doing is going under the radar. You know, my friend. So yeah. spin, yeah. spins or lifting a girl up, uh, these kind of things. They were, I don't know. There were some companies teaching that. Yeah. Not really my jam also because... He goes against all the principles, you know. Don't talk about the fight club. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I wasn't doing it like personally. I just did it for a couple of times because not a couple of times, but a long, a lot of times, just to prove myself that I was like comfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when I was like the last time I was like approaching like aggressively, I wouldn't spin them. But yeah, I mean, I would maintain like eye contact i would also like touch them like in a sensual way if i could 
so yeah those things are important but again it's not like i'm not sure how much like energy they're gonna transmit and how much this energy is gonna stay with the girl till she meets you again but i believe this type of aggressiveness definitely sends the message hey i have a penis i want to put it inside you yeah this girl will know that hey if i'm gonna go out with this guy yeah, I mean, something sexual is going to happen. And yes. this, like, really helps a lot. Yeah. Yes, that's... Look, um, you're going to... Lo- I think also by looking at how things roll for me, you're definitely going to lose a um, portion of the maybe girls. So there's yeah. yes, maybe, and no girls. Okay, no, mm-hmm. nothing will ever matter. And they will never sleep with you. Yes, girls is, is pretty much don't fuck it up, son. And maybe that's where game happens, Okay. Yeah. So a lot of these, maybe they are, maybe, maybe no, uh, you're going to lose a lot of them because simply you filter out too hard, too fast. So maybe yeah. if you went on a platonic date and you took it slow and you went on three venues and whatever, you know, my, my idea, my goal is just one quit drinking one venue and that's it. But yeah. that happens because of this impression they give in the street. So you're going to be left on red more than often. You know, it's going to happen. But, I mean, what do you want? We always circle back with what we started, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's funny because we're like both on a a forum and I can see like a lot of the new guys who come there and they talk about their goals. And it's very clear to me that, oh, Jesus Christ, this guy has like, zero clarity like they want like a bunch of things and they're always like dancing around the idea of i want to get laid but it's like if they have like 10 goals like get laid is like seven on the list but you can tell that all the other things that they're doing the other nine goals they're all like uh in order for them to get them laid yeah but they lack clarity they don't understand hey okay yeah, I mean, I'm going to work out, I'm going to lose weight, I am going to, like, let's say, improve my style. But, yeah, I mean, the end goal is just, like, fucking getting laid. That's it. Yeah, look, most of the times, guys, they lack uh, the... Per- they don't give themselves permission because maybe they're ashamed, uh, you know, or yeah, they're like, oh, if people will know that I want to get laid, what they will think about me, you know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think this is mainly an American thing because... Uh, exactly europe is pretty much expected from you to be doing that so yeah Uh, in america like i mean if yeah in america you can like make you can call someone by the wrong pronoun and you're gonna like get in jail so yeah yeah, i don't i don't blame people there no no drama with our american pals you know much love and respect but it's just like it's two different cultures especially the southern culture like ours uh, is very different from you know the central european the british mm-hmm. the, the anglophone yeah. sphere culture you know but yeah. again um yeah you know it's just like giving yourself permission uh guys they refuse most of the times to give themselves permissions to suck because mm-hmm. the reality is like you're gonna learn a new skill you're gonna suck oh yeah there, there's no escape it's like you're anxious approaching people in the street how do you think it's going to go? 
And look, um, I hate being the nerdy geek guy that spills out statistics and processes and everything. But the reality is like, if your social skills are not that developed, uh, your first 500 to 1,000 sets are uh, going to be shit. Yeah, man, so, exactly. And, and that's even if you have the right knowledge, you have a wing that supports you. So can you imagine if you're going to do it solo? Yeah, it's hard. It's fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, that's a few few lessons that they've seen this weekend. And there are some others that maybe we can talk about next week with the guys, especially a very important one, like about the archetypes. You know, anything oh, about fuck. it? Oh, fuck, yeah. That's very important, yeah. So, yeah, maybe we can keep it for next week because I think itself, this thing, like fashion, grooming, hygiene, archetypes, it will take just another episode itself. So... I mean, it was uh, the 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 first episode, the first uh, segment of this. Uh, so perhaps you know we can keep some material for the next time. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It was good. Yeah, we gave them like too much value. They should be paying us. Yes. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, this is a free coaching <laughs> session, basically. So yeah, you guys are welcome. You know. The, yeah, you can thank us later. Yeah. The two chads coming for the rescue. I mean, jokes aside, uh, yeah. I mean, this was fun, no? prizes. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, there's I something had, like, a you wanna fun. tell guys at home uh, uh, where to reach you, how they can uh, get. No thanks. Uh, uh, unless you're like a hot girl, yeah, don't reach out to me. But yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, look, I mean, look. Uh, personally, I would love it if I'm not sure where you're gonna like upload this or whatever. But if people have like any topics they would like us to discuss. Yeah, I mean, give us like some ideas. Uh, because yeah. Pornhub, it's a good place usually to start. So I, I don't know what the yeah. hell uh, they might want from you there. But yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, you can perhaps like support my Pornhub channel, guys. It's like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this was a blast. This is Mario Tubone. Yeah. And this is Crisis Overcomer. Thank you, guys. Take care. Ciao. Take- Ciao, ciao.